here's a message from Ken Lavica. I have to admit it, I found joy watching a Thursday night Steelers-Titans game. Christian Cat hit the open. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Well, give me my dirt theme music, dude. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. I never thought that these words would come out of my mouth. Will Levis is extremely fun to watch play football. Even in a loss. And I couldn't give two craps about Will Levis. His college career at Kentucky. The Tennessee Titans. Really Thursday night football as a whole. But I sat last night in my my Levicka domicile in northern Broward County and I watched Will Levis with that three-quarters delivery, whipping footballs <laughs> around Pittsburgh, even in a loss. And I said to myself, damn, it is that pleasantly surprising, that Will Levis. That was fun as hell last night. Uh, it, it's um, we, we got a glimpse of it. We got really the real thing the previous week when he threw for four touchdowns against that Atlanta Falcons defense. And that was really fun, too. That was amazing. That was just like, I mean, I wish we would have got more scoring out of the Titans offense this time around. But you're right. This dude is, is uh, he's, he's kind of, he has an electricity about him. And it makes you think, like, wow, the Titans getting him in the second round, everybody making all those jokes when he was sitting around the green room not getting picked and and maybe there's a bit of a chip on this dude's shoulder. Maybe he has that competitive edge that's helping him take over the top now that he's getting a chance out there in Tennessee. I just really thoroughly enjoyed watching that guy fling it around. I, I, I know yesterday that Pat McAfee was talking about this, uh, why DeAndre Hopkins, why maybe he's a little bit more into the fact that Will Levis is the quarterback of the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, Appears to be done. Uh, Malik Willis, we know he's just bad. That guy's yeah, yeah. just flat out gonna, bad. But why Will Levis, who was just sort of a laughing stock around draft time, why maybe he's a, a better option. Uh, Audible assassin Christian Cat, if I could, could I, uh, could I hear uh, Pat McAfee and his explanation for why the Titans may very well be, and DeAndre Hopkins in particular, uh, pro Will Levis randomly at quarterback? Two people on D-Hop, I, I, three people on D-Hop. True. I don't think D-Hop cares about the amount of people, and I think D-Hop is very excited that there is a quarterback that says, all right, he's covered. Who cares? I'm throwing. Now, granted, he was wide open well, on two of those in a throwback yeah. across the body. Yeah, okay. Across uh, the field is absolutely absurd. Phil. But that one where everybody's talking about the offensive PI, that guy's literally right in his face, and Will says, ah, to hell with it. <laughs> Not everybody has that. Tannehill didn't have that. And I think J.J. or I forget who told us, D-Hop might have won up to Will Levis before the game yeah, and Aaron, was like, hey, Aaron. listen. Yeah, Aaron, I think. Aaron said that D-Hop might have won up to Will Levis before the game and just said, hey, kid, here's the deal. Always open. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no matter what is going on in your life, always open. And if I don't catch it, nobody's catching it. So, like, if you just want to do something, throw it up to me. I assume D-Hop has told every quarterback that. That's why he's had, like, 1,000 yards with 11 different uh, quarterbacks or whatever. But him and Tannehill for whatever reason, we're not able to get kind of jived and started at the beginning of the season. Great for football fans if D-Hop is going to be D-Hop again, by the way, this season. I think that's part of the fun part about it is DeAndre Hopkins is having a renaissance. Yeah. Uh, and I know it's a small sample size, but if that dude's balling, that's good things for, for us. And, yes, the Titans lost 20-16 to 16 last night. Uh, and the last thing I'm going to do is turn this in as much as Stone wants it. The last thing I'm going to do is turn this into an X's and O breakdown of why Will Levis is off to a good first uh, game in three quarters uh, in his NFL career. But 22-39 last night, 262. He didn't throw a touchdown. He did have the interception that ended the game. But the way he stands in the pocket, the way that he that he slings it around, I'm into it. And again, I'm not going to do a, a South Florida-based radio show where we're talking about the intangibles of Will Levis. <laughs> Simply for me, I need the world to know that I, I laid in bed last night and I watched a Thursday night game that I had no interest in, the Titans and the Steelers, and I said to myself at halftime after Will Levis uh, generated a touchdown drive right before the half, I said, man, 
I like watching this young dude play. That was pleasantly surprising last night. Will Love is kind of rules. It's a breath of fresh air uh, from a team where it was it got super. I mean, beyond stagnant, beyond yeah. stale with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Uh, and, and we saw them do the experiment with Malik Willis last year, and that just bottomed out. So it is a breath of fresh air. He's a gamer, right? He's a guy that, that is going to go for it. And, and I, th- I like what Pat McAfee talked about there because that is the key to all of this. Without DeAndre Hopkins, this looks the totally ball, different. Man. This looks totally yeah. different. Because, when you, you, I mean, out, there's nobody else out there you can trust like that. And we always talk about with these young quarterbacks – What's the most important piece? Having that wily old vet that mm-hmm. they can trust, that they can go to on third down, on first down. If the guy's in his face, they can throw the ball up to. Will Levis has that. Um, guys like, you know, C.J. Stroud or whatnot don't necessarily have that, but they're still making things work. I like it for them. All right. Unless the, the Titans have their superhuman running back just flinging bodies around, <laughs> I don't care about the Tennessee Titans. But – I was really, really happy as a football fan last night to watch Will Levis just stand back there and chuck it. Like that's that's good, entertaining stuff for a game that I don't I, I don't give a crap about. That's good stuff, right there. It's a Thursday night primetime game. You jog out the uh, I almost called him a freshman. You jog out the rookie and you let him throw it forty times. I mean, that's not going to be not fun. Uh, Eleven targets for DeAndre Hopkins. And, and the coolest part about D Hop Theo, you mentioned the wily old vet. He got tagged with the word vintage last week by one NFL account. He quote tweeted it and said current yeah. with the kind of apostrophe next to it. Like, no, I'm still doing this. And it's cool to see you called it a renaissance too. Ken, 11 targets, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. If you're Will Levis, you know this guy was unhappy. And now if you're a guy like Aiden O'Connell, you're taking oh, notes. Yeah. You need to feed oh, Devontae yeah. Adams, and this is a guy you can take a few of it from. So I enjoyed it as well last night. 40 attempts, 11 targets to D-hop. I enjoyed it. Still it, stayed under the total of 37.5, which is hilarious. hilarious. Why is it hilarious? Because it's 37. It's, the, know, it's, it's low the lowest total. total. I mean, you could go out there now, obviously not, but when an NFL total is sit at 37.5, it's like, okay, you got Will Levis. Uh, you have, let's not even talk about who's behind center playing for Pittsburgh Steelers right now. It's just such a, such a low bar. To, it's the lowest of the season. It's the lowest in the past three years. It's just funny. You, I was going to ask, though, you, you, how much did you appreciate D-Hop on one of those plays where it could have been an interception playing D-back for him as well? Like Ken mentioned that it's like even when he's not catching the ball, he's making sure nobody else is catching it. Like The dude is like he's, – he's still doing it. He's still doing it at the same level he's been doing it the past eight, nine years. Uh, who or what has been the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season for you? Because I, I, I sat there last night. And I'm like, man, Will Levis, the dude who puts the mayonnaise in his coffee. Oh. Uh, I, Allegedly. Uh, Apparently he, he, hadn't, he doesn't even do that. Really? Apparently so he, he lied? He's a liar? He's a lying, uh, uh, a lying yes. young buck? Don't do that. Ken just said that he likes him. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't want to. I don't like the fact he puts mayonnaise in the coffee, but at least he could own it. Apparently, so he lied about that? Apparently, it's a fable? It was a, apparently it was a thing he just like <laughs> leaned in on and people believed it and he went with it, but it wasn't something he actually did. All right, you know what? I respect and then the he branding. got a sponsorship. Okay. He got a sponsorship with a mayo deal, and then he started acting as if it was something he did, but apparently it wasn't really his thing. But let's be people clear mayonnaise it, is terrible, and Miracle yes. Whip is the way to go. Oh, okay. Mayonnaise is absolutely horrendous. I just want, uh, again, and I've said this before, this is not new, a new take. Mayonnaise is terrible. Uh, so I don't Mayonnaise think is it. the worst condiment on the slate. Okay. Yeah, without I question. Did, I didn't know which way you were going on like, that one. Across the board, we're all anti-mayo sure. here. But good for Will Levis if uh, he was able to parlay that into, if it benefits him, a mayonnaise endorsement. I'm not going to hate on the guy because you know what? If it can help build the brand, might as well just lean into it. I'm all right with it. And that. if it helps you get that. It helps what? you get that. that, that uh, you, know what he, you know what he wants it, to say. And it helps oh, you get oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bag. <laughs> <laughs> then that's helpful. That's helpful. Uh, so, so who or what? Oh, oh, and by the way, uh, I also knew him as the guy who just sat in the green room with his oh, upset girlfriend the entire time. Who then left him? I know. Left she, him. she was gorgeous, Didn't she too. leave him for Morgan Wallen? Uh, you know, that's, that the, the, I think that's a legend that's as well. That's a tall tale. Uh, it it what's tall what's tale. authentic about Will Levis other than that right arm? Like, what, what the hell? Why am I getting – I'm just getting bamboozled yeah. with Will Levis for the last couple of months. But you know what? But she, At least watching him play – I don't know what's true and what's false about the dude, but I do know that I like watching him fling that rock. 
That's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's going to be a fun ride with him. He's going to have some bad games. He's going to have some more prolific games. But, uh, but yeah, we do have to work out now. Now that he's got his primetime game in and he had the four-touchdown game, we do need to sift through the details of the Will Levis story, <laughs> figure out what's fact, figure uh, right. out what's false, right. and it, ride with it. If he's going to be the real deal, yeah. like we need to get to the bottom of some of this stuff instead of jackass me just uh, <laughs> just throwing things out Are here. Are we talking about franchise quarterback here? Is he franchise quarterback? I mean, he's played like seven quarters. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. And I think if you were to ask Mike Vrabel that, he wouldn't give an answer. I think yeah. his answer right now would be no. Yeah, but Mike Vrabel also is trying to do this thing in his post-game press conferences where he's like, oh, he was all right. He was all right. Yeah. Like doing that coach treating a look a rookie like crap yeah. thing because he's part of the Belichick tree, and that's what you do. Uh, or we said he's not part of the Belichick tree. He just played for him. He just played for him. but yeah, he doesn't get credit for that. He was taught by <laughs> he Belichick. He was taught by he Belichick, yeah. Belichick, yeah. So system, he's got yeah. the same unsavory traits yes, as yes, Bill yes. Belichick. Who were what? is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season. I mean, there's a bunch of them for me, but Will Levis, that was really fun last night. I, I enjoyed that last night. Who or what is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season as we get into the meat of week nine? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Who or what most pleasant surprise of the NFL season. I'll throw out another one. I've been sort of underwhelmed in the many years that I've used YouTube TV. I wasn't sure how NFL Sunday Ticket was going to go. I wasn't sure how Red Zone Channel was going to go. I never subscribed to Red Zone Channel. wasn't sure how I was going to like Scott Hansen because I've always been an Andrew Siciliano guy. Uh, I, I got into a tiff with Scott Hansen at the beginning of the year saying, hey, bro, it's not all about you. It's about the football, not all about you, man. And he, he went at me on social media because he's hashtag sensitive. Um, but you know what? Scott Hansen has grown on me a little bit. YouTube TV, other than last week, we haven't been glitchy. Things have been reliable. That has been a pleasant surprise. I've enjoyed the NFL on YouTube TV this year. And you're able to still, I mean, I know we talked about uh, we, we our ability to pay attention to multiple games. Right. You're getting adjusted. Do you feel better about that? Uh, I still, but that's a brain thing. I can't do the quad boxes. Uh, I struggle with it. I'm, I'm, like, a, uh, I'm like a canine yeah. where if you're locked in on something, like you can't focus in on another thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my peripheral vision is very poor. Uh, my brain can't process four things at once. So I still I like the ability to have the quad box. Yeah. But I can't I can't use it. But I like to like show off to my family and friends like Hey, quad box. Quad box. Yeah. Uh, quad box know, season, baby. It's all about your profile. It yeah. doesn't mean it's like if you're you're rich, right? And you have a, a gold plated Bentley. Like yeah. we're here in Boca at the Timber Tech Championship. Old course of broken sound. Mere miles away, I'm sure there's gold plated Bentleys all over the place. Oh. And you can't legitimately drive that uh you don't want to get it dirty yeah. uh it's probably not road legal um but at least you can show your neighbors flex on them like oh uh you've got your bugatti <laughs> who cares i've got a gold-plated um whatever i said bentley a bentley yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout to the Bentley owners out there. I didn't man. quite hit the dismount. There. Yeah, it was, it was you was hitting it though. It was going great. Yeah, yeah, I loved yeah. every second yeah, of it. I just um, I, the moment of truth, I faltered. <laughs> but that's well, been a nice, pleasant surprise. Yes, no yes, glitches yes, there. Yes, um, that, that that analogy was a pleasant surprise. I, can, can I say my pleasant surprise of this NFL season? Uh, yeah. After I uh, after real quick, we have a uh, a message about Miracle Whip. Okay. Uh, that's very important. Sorry, yes, I don't yeah, mean to uh, diminish what 100%. you're about to say. I mean, this is important. Yeah, Pete. Uh, Miracle Whip is fake and a dog's breakfast. Huh. Well, you said you're a canine. Yeah, that's right. I've got that dog in me. Yeah, for all the dogs. Yeah. Thanks, um, Pete. <laughs> I think it's it's true, though, from Pete. Like, I have no arguments against what he says. You like so you don't like mayonnaise or Miracle Whip? No. What do you use as a condiment for a sandwich? Uh, mustard. Yellow mustard. Yeah. Yeah, dap that up. Yeah. Yellow mustard. I'm on that. Right, yeah. I'm on that. And Yellow also, yeah, because I've never purchased mayo or Miracle Whip oh in my, my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, wouldn't, I had no opinion on Miracle Whip. I wondered if it was different. Never purchased I it. I like Miracle Whip because it's, it's sweet. It's, it's sweet. It's got a sweet um, flavor profile. If I'm in the grocery line and somebody ahead of me has oh. mayo in their shopping oh. cart, I'll go to the other line. Yes. Like, I just want to get as far yes. away from that person I as I can. I will wait in a line yeah. instead of standing behind that person. I don't want that mayo to even by osmosis touch my groceries. Uh, exactly. That Theo, I'm disgusting. deeply sorry, by the way, that I interrupted your point for that uh, that that yeah. miracle whip take. So I'm also, sorry. Also, who's out on like, – so what is he, a mayo guy? 
Uh, who knows? Yeah. He's, he's ridiculous. Okay. He's just Pete. Okay, Pete. Well, I'll tell you, Pete, since you don't like the, the Miracle Whip take, you'll love this one. Um, <laughs> my most surprising, my most pleasant surprise of this NFL season, it has to come out of my hometown, the great city of Houston, Texas. And you know what? I think the Houston Texans should build a statue for Lovey Smith. I think they should put a Lovey Smith statue right outside of NRG Stadium, right okay. where the Final Four went down, where we were out there for uh, for for the FAU Owls, yep. um, where the Texans play. Because last year when Lovey Smith was the head coach out there, he won the final game of the season, forfeiting the Texans' opportunity to have the number one pick, pushing them back to the number two right. pick. And that led to Justin Fields in Chicago, correct? That led to Justin Fields okay. in Chicago staying there. That led to the Chicago Bears, who had the one pick, trading it to the Panthers, and the Carolina Panthers picking Bryce Young, who was the unanimous overall consensus, number one overall pick in the NFL, leaving the Houston Texans with none other than C.J. Stroud. And when I tell you C.J. Stroud, through eight weeks of his professional career, Nine touchdowns, one interception, 1,800 yards. He has the Houston, Houston Texans looking like a surprise team that could maybe sneak into the back end of the playoff race in the AFC. Maybe if the Jaguars fall off, contend for the division. I know earlier in the season it looked more realistic. C.J. Stroud, his, his pocket presence, his, his willingness to fit balls in tight windows, and also just his overall, like, when you listen to this guy at a press conference, when you watch him play football, everything about him just screams franchise screams quarterback. Screams leader. Screams leader. Screams a guy that you want to build around. And the most surprising thing about all of this is C.J. Stroud is an Ohio State quarterback. Right. You think about all the Ohio State quarterbacks we've had over the years. His pedigree I mean, not great typically. Uh, 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 Braxton Miller. Uh, Terrell Pryor. Yeah. Uh, Troy Smith. J.T. Barrett. J.T. Barrett. Barrett. Cardell Patterson. I mean, what – the, the mark of the Ohio State quarterback has been nothing but underwhelming and disappointing for the past three decades in my entire life. And to see a guy, not only Ohio State quarterback, come into the NFL and immediately have an impact and immediately make a team feel like they have a really bright future, and on top of that, to have the Houston Texans probably wouldn't have gotten him if he had, they had the number one pick. They probably would end up with the 5'10", Bryce Young out of Alabama, right. who's scurrying around behind a bad offensive line right now, throwing the ball to 38-year-old Adam Thielen. Like, the Houston Texans came up by getting C.J. Stroud. They stumbled into it because Lovey Smith gave them that win at the back end of the season, and that's my most pleasant surprise. Good, good on you, Houston Texans for having the face of your franchise in your locker room at 21 years old. And uh, I'm excited to see what it does for the city. Uh, Jimmy is uh, I'm's buds, meaning uh, Theo, on social media. He said, did he say Cardell Patterson as Ohio State quarterback? Cardell Jones, Cardell whatever. Jones. Hey, you're I, that was so Cardell quick. Yeah, it, that was so quick, Jimmy. It's fine. It's, it, it, you know what, though? That's fine. People are listening. People want to engage. And that's fine. We appreciate the I appreciate feedback. It. And I will say this. Well, what are hey, your thoughts on Cordell Patterson, though? Cardell Patterson's really good running back. Yeah, good, really yeah, good running back, receiver, specialist. Fast. He's, he's, he's fast. old now. He's old. He's, yeah. he's past his prime. And, and Cardell Jones, hey, you want me to get your name right, buddy? How about you play good football? Well, Cardinal Jones, <laughs> Jones didn't message you. It was Jimmy. I'm just saying. Oh, you're right. I'm just saying that Jimmy, who's a fan of Cardell Jones, you want me to get the guy's name right? How about you don't – he stepped in for the Bills and like eight picks in his I, first two I get throws? the sense Jim doesn't care about Cardell Jones. I think he cares about just correcting Theo. Yeah, yeah, Jim. He's a fan of, of just correcting Theo. It's still and you know what? When we did our list of hot gyms, guess who didn't make the cut? You. You, Jim. Yeah, Jimmy. Can good you, point. Can, yeah. That's a really good yeah. point. Can yeah, you yeah. be bad with the nickname like 12-Gauge? I do think it's one of oh the best nicknames that a quarterback's ever been given in the league. Also, what he did in college. I mean, I'm well, not yes. Can... <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently, yes. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it. Yes, yes you, you can. literally can You can't have the nickname 12-Gauge <laughs> and be bad because that's exactly what's happening. Actually, 100% of the time when your nickname is 12-Gauge, you're bad. But that's that, that's <laughs> probably true. Uh -huh. uh, but they do great in college. So that you know, shout out to the Buckeyes. I guess. Uh, who or what is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Who or what is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season? Uh, I've got Will Levis. Like that was that came out of nowhere. I, I couldn't care less about that guy. I felt bad for him at the draft. I enjoyed the mayonnaise and coffee story, which probably now isn't true. I fell for the story of his girlfriend breaking up with him to uh, to be with country music star Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Um, they did break up though, right? Yes, they did. Okay, okay. She probably should shoot higher, like a like the country music.
music goat. Who's that again? Come on now. I don't recognize Chris Stapleton, music. baby. Oh, okay. Come on. That's fine. Uh, He's like probably 45 years old. I so. tell you what, though. If Will Levis keeps chucking the football like this, now she'll come crawling she's back. She's going to be crawling back. But you don't take her. Yeah, you don't take her back. Absolutely not. Say, I'll leave Will her at Levis. the door. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, open, yeah. he's opening up new wait, doors. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, 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 throwing, I'm throwing bombs, missiles to uh, DeAndre Hopkins now. Sorry, baby. And he's in Tennessee. Mr. Chance. Yeah. Oh, my in Nashville. God. He is They're going to be flooding soon. Oh I was going to say, yeah. like, this dude could stand out uh, in the middle of Nashville, have 47, every hour, 47 yeah. bachelor up parties walk by and thrive. He's perfect archetype yeah. for, for quarterback fine. in Nashville. I mean, yeah. he's, he's good. He's single. He'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so again, who or what is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season? We've got Will Levis. We've got uh, YouTube TV being the home of the Red Zone Channel and NFL Sunday Ticket. Uh, we, uh, we, we have in, in Houston that young gun. Yeah. Theo absolutely loves him. Uh, so, again, who or what is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media open at KLV 1063 We'll even take your Mayo Miracle Whip hate or takes uh, as well. I feel like we've done that before. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacements, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. We today, folks, are out of the studio. We, under perfect, perfect weather, perfect conditions, a little breezy, but that's fine. We're not golfing. We don't care. We're just sitting out enjoying it. The Timber Tech Championship, the second leg of the Champions Tour playoff and we are here at the Old Course of Broken Sound in beautiful Boca. This is a Friday, kids. Oh this goodness. is a Friday right here. We are overlooking number 10T. we got the hospitality to our right. It's a newly redesigned Reese Jones course yes, here at the Old Course of Broken Sound. Come out and join us, won't you? TimberTechChampionship.com. TimberTechChampionship.com. Uh, we've got uh, – here you go, Thea. we got we got major champions out oh, here. Mike on. Weir. Come on, Mike. The pride of Ontario, Canada. Shouts. Stone. What do you think about Colin Montgomery and Darren Clark? Hey, Colin Montgomery is the real deal. Yeah. Don't be playing on Colin's name. I'm not. I got you on Paul Stankowski, Flower Mound, Texas. Shout out Marcus Smart. Shout out. Okay. All right. Yeah, fair. I was, yeah. A, I mean, I was going with major champions, but that's oh, fine. Oh, okay. I just no, that's fine. There. Shout out Marcus Smart. We're yeah. a little late, but my hero, uh, he, he got off the tee box early at 8.50, Rocco Media. Rocco Media. Right. So Theo Dorsey my had the guy. chance to caddy him here a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, that one up on YouTube. That was a good story. We got uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez. Out here, yeah. uh, Jerry Kelly, Ernie Els, VJ uh, Singh, Y.E. Yang, Padraig Harrington, David Toms, Bernard Longer, the defending champion, Boca Raton resident, Dickie Jupiter's Pride. Justin Leonard. Keep an eye on Bernard's putter today. What does that mean? No, okay, never mind. We're trying to take his putter. Nope, nope, not, that's not. Never mind, never mind. He, he just got caught a few weeks ago. Oh, uh, kind of, oh, 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 this is a little inside yeah, champion inside, store yeah. thing. He yeah, was trying to cheat. Allegedly. Yeah, 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 you know, when you stabilize that putter with your chest, you know, it's red flag. It's Can't one of the no-nos in it. golf. They caught Bernard. So you know watch what? out for the putter today. You know what? Get off Bernard Langer's back. I hear you. I'm pro Boca. I'm not going to stand for that nonsense. And I know Bernard, yeah. his personality. He, he would definitely punch me in the face if you heard me say that. So that will be the last time <laughs> I do that. He did whisper it, too. Uh, who or what is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Uh, Pete messages, can the Lions qualify as a pleasant surprise? Uh, I wanted the Finns to keep Dan Campbell before uh, the Lions got mad Mike McDaniel. The answer to that question, Pete, is Yes, I I do think you can qualify the Lions as a pleasant surprise, considering they're going to run away with that division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you know what, Pete, that qualifies. That was a sexy pick though in the preseason. The Lions. They were sexy, but again, they got to show it. Yeah, and they I did. think they've shown. They it. showed it. They've they been a pleasant it. surprise because 
I mean, Stone, uh, you guys know. I yeah. said, uh, I got to wait on. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure. And now I'm sure. Uh, the Lions are, are pretty damn like good. Uh, who or what is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And social media at KLV1063. We are at the old course of Broken Sound. It's the Timber Tech Championship on a Friday. That's Theo Dorsey. He's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Uh, Will Levis, pleasant surprise for me this NFL season. It's only been like seven quarters, but that was thoroughly enjoyable for otherwise a game that I, I would not give a damn about last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, the, the, the coffee mayonnaise thing, now that I, I did not know before today, you guys breaking it to me, that that might not be real. Uh, that's unfortunate. I'm saddened by that because it was quirky. It was weird. Um, do you, Stone, do you drink American coffee? I love American coffee. So are you a coffee guy, I'm, Theo? I'm a coffee guy, man. Uh, American it. coffee? Because I drink Cuban coffee. I drink Cafe Con Leche like, every single day. I love morning. Cuban coffee, okay. too, though. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, yeah, I'm I'll never turn down a cup of coffee, no matter what it is, yeah. where it's yeah. from, what Venezuelan it looks like. Or what I'll say, I Canadian. think Stone Stone needs to leave American coffee, French. and I need to get him a um, an espresso maker. Um, but I'm just curious. Uh, the uh, what do you put? What do you put in your coffee? Probably like six sugars and just some French vanilla cream most of the time. Six sugars. All right. I, I it's either the creamer Ecuador. for me or the sugars and maybe a creamer. But I don't go like six sugars and then because I do three creamers. If okay. it's American coffee, three creamers is a lot. I'm sure when I get well, up lovely. there, the, I'll start to feel the sugar a little bit. Now I'll I'll tap out. I'll, I'll reel it back. But for right now, it's six minimum. You, six uh, is a lot. That is a ton I'll of just sugar name some of the coffee. different kinds of Every time we're in the office, try. I'll put in four, and then I'll I'll scan to see That's if anybody's disgusting. watching me, and then I'll, I'll sneak <laughs> another two in there You're just so nobody makes fun of me. Bro, You're that is sicko. absolutely you insane. You don't like coffee. Do you want some coffee with that sugar? Yeah, dude, that's like slush. Yeah, that's not coffee. That's a that's a morning slush. Low hanging fruit joke. There, you want some coffee with that sugar? You know what though? I like that. It's a good classic. It's it never classic. gets old. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, it's, it's really, hate on that. That's good, strong comedy it is. right yeah. there. I love doing it in the moment, though. It's way better in the moment when somebody's actually pouring the sugar yes. in. Right. It's, it's kind of, yeah. So you're right. I'm it's sorry. It's a good zinger. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's more, what's more low-hanging fruit uh, in that spot? Would you like some coffee with that sugar or I like my coffee like I like my men yeah. black? What's yeah. more like lame? Well, it depends because if Stone were to just say that right now, <laughs> I would be I would I would be like, is he hitting on me? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I would be like, okay. I'd be like, oh, all right. A, but I, you know what? That's good comedy though. Yeah, wrap him up. That's <laughs> hey. I, but he doesn't the, like his coffee black. He likes it super sweet. Super. He does like it super. sweet. What do you sweet. say when you want eight sugars in your coffee? I like my coffee like I like my. This is up for you, Ken. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, don't do it. To give it th- you give a thumbs up and a dab. <laughs> like I like. Um, uh, pleasant surprises. Who or what is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season? Before we bring Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, who I'm sure is very proud of oh, the conversation yes. we just had oh. for uh, Ask Steve's. Uh, let's see. Mike messages in Zach Wilson. See a pleasant surprise? He beat me to it. I was going Jets and Zach Wilson. Yes, I think he is. They're no, four but and the three. Jets, the Jets can be a pleasant surprise. Can Zach Wilson be a pleasant surprise? If Zach surprise? Wilson is not a pleasant surprise, how do you explain a Bills victory, an Eagles victory, and a Denver Broncos victory? Like, if Zach Wilson isn't their starting quarterback, they're not winning those games. And that's kind of a fact. No, what? I think there's a difference. Them treading water with Zach Wilson at quarterback yeah. and Zach Wilson being a pleasant surprise are two completely Wait, different things. Did Stone just say if Zach Wilson isn't their quarterback, they're not winning right. those games? They're not beating the That's, Bills. They're not oh, beating the Eagles. Jesus, and they're not beating man. the Denver Broncos who just slayed the Kansas City Without Chiefs Zach last Wilson? week. Without Zach Wilson? Without Zach Wilson. He is a – no, no. He, you could legitimately dress up a crash test dummy in a Jets uniform oh. and have the same result because of that defense. Without Zach Wilson. I mean, I'm, I'm come sorry. on. I, I, I need to go back and look at some of those numbers in production it's he just, put up. just good well, comedy, I thought. I thought so no, that's here. not good comedy. No, no. you sounded serious. No, 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 Plus, no, 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 no. you can't be the guy who's always defending mediocre or poor quarterbacks. Yes, I can. And then do that yeah, and get think out we're going to think man. it's a joke. No, leave the comedy to me. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's ask Steve Politziner about the Jets. Let's ask Steve Politziner about comedy. Comedy. Let's ask Steve Politiner about coffee. Time now for Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. Time now for Steve's. 
Steve Paulette Sr. is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Steve Paulette why are you not out at the Timber Tech Championship at this moment? That is my question to you. Oh, I thought you wanted my coffee preference. Uh, that, in, in a second. In a second. Black with four stevias. Occasionally, I'll throw a little coconut milk in. Okay, so black with four. four so, so you're going with and, the... And only, and only ice. Oh, got only it. Ice. Oh, only ice. So you don't drink hot coffee? Rare, very rarely. Um, and then I go through these weird spells where I'm really into peppermint mocha, when it, like at parts of the year with, okay. uh, at, at Starbucks. But for the most part, black, poor stevia, ice. Huh. Stevia for me doesn't do it. Like I don't, I don't, and I know it's healthier. I know it's a better option, but stevia, like for me, that ain't it. I don't even know what that is. It's artificial stuff. It's artific- no, it's stevia is like it's, organic. Uh, it's natural. It's actually, the, allegedly the better of yeah. the sugars for you. Oh, no. no. If I'm putting sugar in my coffee, I need the real stuff. Give I need the sugar raw. cane. Yeah, Give me that yeah. raw, dog. I mean, of course Steve is into stevia. Dap it up. Good comedy uh, right there. Uh, yeah. Steve Palatino. I mean, it was, it was yeah. named after me. That's right. I mean, That's if right. there was something called... Theo, we are. I assume you would use it. 100%. I mean, we have the comedy hits rolling here on this uh, this Friday. Uh, Steve Politiner, he is a uh, family man, a business maven. He is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, uh, and he knows a lot about a lot of things. He's the smartest person we know, and he joins us every week here on Levicka, Theo, and Stone. Uh, I said... Uh, Steve, that uh, that Will Levis, just watching him last night, I really didn't care about last night's game, but this dude's hanging the pocket against the Steelers and winging that ball around. Kind of fun. Good stuff. I liked it. YouTube TV has not been real glitchy with the NFL Sunday ticket and the Red Zone channel. That's been a pleasant surprise this NFL season. C.J. Stroud, Theo says, I am into this, dude. Pleasant surprise, especially because his wonderlick was terrible. He's an Ohio State quarterback. Uh, everything's stacked against him, and he's been really, really good. What would you as a Giants fan (laughs) as a Giants fan who or what is the most pleasant surprise of the NFL season for you well it wasn't the Giants Jets game last week which was probably the first time this year I've watched every minute and every second of a Giants game and boy did I pick a week to uh (laughs) you know to do that Uh Um, but I think it's the script writers that write the NFL because when you think about the NFL right now Outside of last night's game, which I agree with you, I feel like everyone forgot there was a game last night. <laughs> but um, uh, the scriptwriters that write the NFL, um, the, like, like, look at what the Dolphins are, and look at the Ravens, and then you have like those those teams. Like, are they going to get it together and break through? Oh, they actually are. The Lions and the Jags, and then you have like the stalwarts, like you know the Eagles, who you know are going to be really good. And I definitely thought the Seahawks were taking a step back this year. They look like you know they're good, and then uh oh. Weren't the Bears supposed to break through this year? Yeah. What a disaster. The Chargers disaster. The, the Patriots, which is always like a fallback, you know, kind of like that you can go to. And then the, the Broncos beat the Chiefs last week. Like right. the script writers of the NFL are unbelievable. I don't know how they do it. They keep producing. You know, I think about soap operas that have been around for like 50 years, like General Hospital. The, 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 the script writers for the NFL should be winning Emmys for what they're doing because it's so phenomenal that you don't know every week what's going to happen. The storylines are great. The Kelsey, you know, obviously Swifty. Like, there's so many great storylines in the NFL this year. It is definitely – this is one of those years I feel like the NFL has over-delivered, lived up to its hype, and is, um, you know, and and is thriving outside of, again, the game last night that no one knew played. I'm still not sure it was played. I watched part of it. Yeah. I don't think the game actually happened. I mean, just completely inconsequential to me, the the, the Steelers and the Titans. But, again, Will Lovis just chucking it. That was good stuff. Uh, you mentioned uh, soap operas real quick. You said General Hospital. My mom, big General Hospital, one life to live back when I was a, a kid. Would it surprise you, Steve, if I told you one of my crushes as a kid was Susan Lucci? Uh, not at all. Um, I She's obviously one of the all-time greats. Not General Hospital. She was no, all one my life children. To live. Um, All my children, uh, that's right, I'm sorry. She was known for all all part of the the ABC uh, trifecta of One Life to Live, All My Children, and General Hospital. I had older sisters, so I did not have control of the TV uh, as a kid. 
But anyway, we we um, got not a surprise. You right. you you know you know who to who to hitch your wagons to. Right, Susan Lucci was a solid, reliable. Of course, she could never break through with that Emmy. I think she eventually did win. She one. did. She um, did. I watched but it. Yeah, and I teared up. she is what what daytime <laughs> soap opera TV was all about. Uh, and also, too, Susan Lucci, I think I told you the story, Stone, when I m- first moved down, when Steve Politino helped bring me down to uh, to South Florida to embark on the continuation of a successful uh, media career. Uh, one of my goals was to uh, find a, a wealthy woman in Palm Beach and uh, and find a sugar mama. Right. And I think it was largely because it was apparent that I had a thing for older women yeah. because of Susan Lucci and she was high class. I wanted that for myself, and then it never really uh, came to be. I think it's the more respectable story that, that you've told me, and there's been a bunch, and that yeah. I, right there, it gives you the nod. I mean, Steve, that would have been, that for me, like, I don't know if that would have been love, and I eventually did find love with a, uh, with a, another one of my goals was to find a Cuban woman, uh, and that, that worked out. Boom. That worked out. Um, but I feel like <laughs> yeah, that's right what's down up, to the baby? coffee. I right mean, down to the coffee. drink Cuban coffee. Now, exactly. is that one of those where you like it, or you would be offending your wife if you no. said, like, Great oh, question. I'll have an Irish coffee. No. I, no, 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 no. I would. Uh, I, I promise you I can't go back to typical coffee any longer. Like maybe when I tried it, sure, but it's sweet. You do put a decent amount of sugar in a, in a cafe con leche. it's so strong. And it's like it's, it's, it's caffeinated meth. Yeah. So once you, once you drink it, you can't go back to American coffee. Yeah. It doesn't work any longer. Uh, you only can start your day once you start shaking uncontrollably after you've drank uh, a dark coffee. Cafe con leche. Yeah. There you go. Good to so, know. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> go ahead and take notes on that. Uh, Steve Politiner, ask Steve's Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, answers your questions here on Levica Theo in Stone every single week here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, I, I did want to ask you, though, Steve, since we're at the Timber Tech Championship, uh, I mean, obviously, this being a playoff event here at the Old Course of Broken Sound, huge field, major champions abound. Who, who is uh, your favorite golfer? on the Champions Tour. Who do you gravitate towards, Steve? Mm, I mean, so many guys that are in and out on the champ who, have, who are now 50-plus. But, like, how do you not just go Bernard Longer? Yeah. I mean, the guy <laughs> is, while he yeah. it, 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 you know, may, not be, uh, may not be the most, you know, riveting personality, he is he's going to go – he's arguably, like, when you go entire span of their career – because you know some of the guys, Jack, you know those guys like guys like Jack, they weren't going to play twenty events a year on the Champions Tour. All Bernard Langer does is play and play and play and play and play, and he won the Masters as a you know as a, a, a on the regular tour. Then he goes and he is setting you know, records for wins on the Champions Tour. I lo- he's a, you know, seemingly like a great role model for commitment to golf, commitment to fitness. Um, commitment to uh, the way he carries himself, and uh, while it may not be the sexiest name, I'm going with Boca Bernie. Yeah, I think that's real good. Uh, I I think it's a sexy name. Theo likes Paul Broadhurst. Uh, That is his favorite Champions Tour golfer. That's just my flavor, though. I mean, you talk about commitment to the game of golf. I mean, this guy could have hung it up like five, six years ago, but this (laughs) dude, he keeps... Chugging, keeps chopping wood, and, and honestly, it's, right. it's one of the delights here on the Champions Tour. That's right. That's wow, right. That's sounds like a great well story you'll be doing for the TV side. <laughs> Come <laughs> on now. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Steve, what is – yesterday, Theo, Theo was saying, hey, guys, since we're out at the Timber Tech Championship, I want to tell a story about one of my great golf moments. I mean, Theo, an avid golfer. So, yeah. Steve, of course, I was really new, willing to indulge him, uh, tell this story. Uh, do, do you mind uh, letting Theo tell his story and then you tell us a story, Steve, of, of a moment where you said to yourself, my God, that was a great golf moment? Sure. Okay. Uh, so, Theo. I, I have to, I'll have to come up with one because that's what <laughs> I mean, I understand that it could be a loose interpretation. I, yeah. I totally get that. It's the but, moment that happened on the golf course. It doesn't mean you had to do something great. Yeah. Uh, so, so Theo, what is what what is something that you daydream about that you have done on the oh, golf man. course? Uh, a, a a tale of of golfing success. The year was twenty twenty one. It was following the night of Game Six, Jimmy in the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, Heat Celtics mm-hmm. when he went off for like what forty eight, forty five points, uh, extending that series to seven games. We won't talk about what happened in Game Seven, uh, but. 
following the energy that I had off of Heat Celtics game six. The vibes. The vibes. It was my birthday the next day. Oh, my goodness. All right. So it's oh. May 28th. All right. We're in Montego Bay, Jamaica for my birthday, myself and my lovely fiance. And I tell her that morning, I say, you know what? Uh, I didn't pack my clubs, right? Uh, we didn't have this on the schedule, but I heard there's a golf course nearby here we can shuttle to right from the resort, and I can rent some lefty clubs there. It's not going to cost too much. Uh-huh. Would you indulge? Would you go out with me here? And I, I was thinking, again, I got the vibe from the wind. I'm hoping to set the stage for some more good energy for Game 7 for the Heat. I figured going out on the golf course, clearing my mind, would be the perfect thing to do. So we do it. Boom. Jump on the shuttle. Head from the resort right to the place. I know the name of the golf course, Ken, mm-hmm. because I, I bought a hat and a souvenir to commemorate the moment. <laughs> um, Cinnamon Hills. Cinnamon Hills in Jamaica. Cinnamon Hills Golf Course. Okay. And, and it's, it sits right off the water. I mean, it was a beautiful 18-hole course. Um, she was my caddy. Ashley didn't want to play my fiance, so she caddied me around. She helped me select my clubs and whatnot, and we played the whole 18. Uh-huh. Um, and I did fairly well. But I, I want to take you right to a moment, right on about – Holy. By the way, should we check if Steve is still with us? Steve, Steve you still you good, good here? I'm still here. We're all right, okay. Right. Hill. We're Thank you. Right. I, mean, yeah. I don't Hills. know if anyone else is still here. But yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve. yeah, appreciate you hanging in. We are at the Timber Tech <laughs> Championship. We are talking golf, and I'm sharing this great golf moment, all right? So if you want to be, you know, funny guy here, <laughs> you know, you call into a different radio I'm show. Wait, I'm uh-huh. waiting for the moment to get great. Let's yeah, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So, well, it'll peak. Don't worry, all right. Steve. So I, I hit this chip shot, right? I hit this chip shot to set it up. Landed on the green. What it's hole about, was this? It's about like hole. Let's just say it was hole eleven. I don't. So remember. memorable, he doesn't remember the hole. When yeah. you put the TV guys on radio, <laughs> all right, right. They have like ten seconds to talk on TV. Yes. And on radio. And, <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Go ahead. So then, right. You checked in at the starter shop. Okay, uh-huh. what? Yep. This has been all pent up. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I haven't had a chance for this. So we think it's eleven. All we right, we're gonna say 11. it's hole eleven. No, you know what? For the sake of this story, who's gonna check? It was hole eleven. Okay. At Cinnamon Hill, Got it. ocean in my in the background, okay. wind in my face, uh, and, and it was a beautiful scene, beautiful shot, 26 feet out. I told Ashley, I gave her my phone, I said, hey, record this, I'm about to nail it. Walk up to that shot. I kind of, I had this uh, nice hat on, it was a Cinnamon Hills hat, I still have it actually, so I can, uh, Steve, when you come in town, I'll make sure you get a good look at this one. It was the one I wore during this putt, mm-hmm. okay? You with it, Steve? Steve. Yes, great. Okay, That's cool. Awesome. I'll show you the hat when you get there. All right, so I'm wearing this hat. It's a nice straw hat. Um, I got the ocean right behind me in the background. The wind is in my face. The ball is down there on the ground. I set up the putt, lefty putt, 26 feet out, hit it. It rolls, it rolls. It starts to veer a little bit left. It's veering left. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little nervous. Mm-hmm. It starts to cut back right because of the gust of the wind. Again, we're in Montego Bay, Jamaica. Double break, my God, a double break. <laughs> we're in Montego Bay, Jamaica, man, <laughs> and the wind coming off of this, we're right off the ocean. Uh-huh. I mean, you see the water in the background in yeah. this shot. It's on video. You see the ball curve right back into the hole, and I sink the putt, and what do I do? Like a G, I don't even react. I don't even react. I just walk, up to, I just walk off the green. Uh, like I do that every single day. And that's my greatest golf moment, and I couldn't wait to share it with you, Steve. Uh, Steve, when you come in town, you want to take a picture with me in the hat, or what's up? What you think? Yeah, oh, uh, please. Yeah, I might actually change my entire work schedule to, to that. <laughs> no, that's a great story, Theo. And I, Thank you. And I truly do love the context that you put behind it. I thought the payoff was good, the way you uh, ended the story. So, good job. I sink the putt. My fiance thought I was the greatest golfer ever. We oh, actually... I thought that meant the story's over. <laughs> yeah, I thought, no, I thought no, we no, had concluded. No, oh, there's Steve, more. Steve, I appreciate you. You gave me more leverage to keep going because you said you appreciated <laughs> uh-huh. it. So, so then we I, – I will be honest, the rest of the holes, I didn't really care. We kind of just skipped through. I uh-huh. hit them around. But that moment right there is going to live with me forever, Steve. And I appreciate you indulging me on this That moment. is electric. Yeah. That is electric it was stuff amazing. right there. I, I, I do love that. That might have been okay, some of the best gonna radio Mine's going to be about uh, 10 seconds. I thought okay. I was just going to say the time I got a hole-in-one in Ireland, which is, I feel like, you know, what? the ultimate. Yeah. I, I only that... hole-in-one, by the way, in Ireland. And it was a kind of ugly shot, but it just, just like, bounced in on a – I almost sculled it on a par three, obviously. But, um, that, but because Theo went the route he went, I did get engaged on the golf course. Because oh. my wife is a big golfer, so I surprised she 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 did question my um, my ability to be creative when it was around time <laughs> to to get engaged. So I surprised her on the golf course. Actually, had a golf ball cut in half. I I uh, had the inside taken out. I put oh, wow. a ring in the inside, and I made it seem like I just found this ball in the woods. And um, you know, then I I you know whatever we went we went through with the whole process. 
um, the interesting part of mine, um, my, as I mentioned, my wife's a big golfer, you know, a competitive amateur golfer still. And at the end, I, so we were pretty deep into the round. I was nervous about when to do it. And it's a much longer story that I'll spare uh-huh. you today. But after that, I said, all right, do you want to call your parents? And we were on like the 17th hole. Right. And she was like, I have a pretty good score going. Let's finish the round. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we waited for the round to end. And, uh, yeah, went from there. But um, I did throw the ball in the woods for a minute because I made it seem like it was a ball there. And then I realized, like, I just put my life savings Ooh. in the woods somewhere, and I'm not actually sure where this ball is. <laughs> but ultimately Steve. found it, and we went from there. Holy hell, that is terrifying, Steve. That is actually <laughs> the greatest payoff to that. But I want everybody to understand, because uh, I like to do things for my people, and I like them to feel good. I wanted Theo to tell that story. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Steve tell, uh, tell his story. Steve who has a hole-in-one, and he did it overseas in legendary golf nation Ireland, right? A, yeah. a hole-in-one. And he hollowed out a golf ball to propose to his wife on a golf course. Nice. Um, Theo's story was him hitting a right-to-left breaking 26-foot putt. <laughs> yeah. Well, my birthday, the day after, you forgot all the context, the day after Game 6 uh-huh. Jimmy, the day oh, yeah, before right. Game 7. Right. The ocean. And, and the, the ocean. ocean's behind right, me. Right, 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 and right. Steve, hey, hey, uh, guy, you want to do two golf stories for the price of one? We, we asked for one moment. He gave us both. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't right. think I didn't mention right. that. I didn't follow yeah. directions. Uh, yeah. You're right. That is you so good. Like that, that is dude. so good. Uh, you know where you could go celebrate a hole-in-one, Steve, is Duffy's Sports Grill. Sure could. He's, he was in Ireland when he did it. So yeah, that's true. I guess he has I to wait until he gets back to the States. Did we, did we lose Steve? Do we still have Steve? Steve, you still customs. there? I don't think we have Steve. I'm going to oh, try I'm to get here. Steve. Oh, oh, there we go. Hey. He didn't get rid of me yet. Um, if you get that hole-in-one, though, you have to buy for everybody. But you know right. what? A great place to do it is Duffy's. That's right. Because you put it all on your MVP card. Yeah. And then you pick up a whole <laughs> bunch of points. Two-for-one drinks every day, all while enjoying Duffy's award-winning wings that feature three new sauces including the garlic parmesan, golden barbecue, and Caribbean jerk sauce. Some football features, including your starting lineup, starters, touchdown toss, and everyone's favorite game day buckets. 80 TVs in every location. No better place to spend your weekend where at Duffy's, our game is always on. Steve, excellent stuff, as always. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? Bye, guys. Thank you. Uh, Steve Politzine, our Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. You know where you can re-listen to Theo's story of golf greatness and Steve's two tales of golf greatness? Tomorrow on Classic in the Palm Beaches Live right here on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> that's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levick. It's Levick, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Bills fans, I want you to know one thing, and I want to be abundantly clear about this as well. Your team is a bunch of whiny frauds. A bunch of whiny frauds. All of them. That entire roster, a bunch of whiny frauds. I've never seen anything like it. I've never, ever, ever seen anything like it. We're going we're gonna to get the absolute proof of it in just a moment after I tell you about prize picks. Guess what? Played some NFL prize picks last night. Guess what? $200 in the old bank. It's three weeks in a row. Pick four right in the bank, man. man. I am killing it on prize picks. That's why it's the best daily fantasy. Not just because I'm winning with prize picks, but because all of you can win with prize picks. And if you use the promo code KLV, download the app KLV, they're going to double your deposit up to $100. Want to know why? Because they're a reputable, good uh, organization that wants you to win money. I mean, truly. Uh, it's it's saint-like what they're doing at Prize Picks. So again, prizepickscom slash KLV and use the promo code KLV or download the app and just use the promo code KLV and double that deposit up to $100 with the best daily fantasy prize picks. For example, tonight, you can play NHL. You can play some college football prize picks. You can start setting your selections for NFL this weekend. Uh, you can set your selections for college football Saturday. All at Prize Picks. Get busy. Prize Picks. Promo code KLV. That is Prize Picks, the best 
daily fantasy. Remember last year in the snow when Cincinnati went into Buffalo and took down the Bills in the divisional round? You remember that, Theo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was it was an ugly game. It was a very ugly game. You remember that, Stone? I do. I definitely yeah. do. I remember that vividly. And you want to know what it was hilarious? Now we make fun of the Bills because they've complained about how hot it is at Hard Rock Stadium. The sun was too much. We're too sweaty. We lost to the Dolphins. They complain about the turf over in London. Oh, we can't play on that. That's bad. Oh. The travel's too long. Like They complain about everything. Well, they're now complaining about the snow. The Buffalo Bills complaining about the snow. Yesterday, Tyler Boyd of the Cincinnati Bengals revealed that last year in the playoff game against the Bengals, Bills players were saying, hey, we would, we would be winning if there wasn't snow on the ground. The Buffalo Bills, here's Tyler Boyd. Yeah, it, it, it'll feel great, you know, because I think that was the most electric uh, that I've seen in the stadium, you know, my whole time here, you know. And, and back then, I mean, and going back on the playoff game when we won in the snow, a couple of their players uh, were saying if it wasn't snowing that they would have beat us. So we're here now. So we're going to see what the outcome is. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you, you kidding me? You still remember me? them saying that and them thinking they could beat you if it wasn't snowing? It ain't no motivation factor for me, but I still remember it, you know, because when you lose, it's always an excuse. Just like when I said if I'd have played in the Chiefs game, that uh, we'd have won, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, you got to prove it. You know, you got to go out there and do it. So um, we're here to uh, get this win. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. The team, the organization, the region that takes such pride in the elements and the oh, snow, yeah. the Buffalo. That's like the Dolphins saying, oh, it's too hot. It's too hot. <laughs> it's too hot. We can't. We lost because it was too hot. The Buffalo Bills legitimately making an excuse. It was too snowy to beat the Bengals. That is sad, sack, pathetic bull bleep. I feel like they got the perfect quarterback to play in a snow game, too, with, with Josh Allen. Like, just the unpredictability. He's huge. You can run it. He can kind of improvise. I that, mean, that shouldn't be an excuse for them. They're pathetic. The, the, the Bills are pathetic. I, fan, if you're a Bills fan listening right now, you should be ashamed of your organization and that roster. I mean, that's shameful. Uh, digging back to that game now, I mean, it was hard to watch. Like, neither team could really get anything going. I won't go to bat for either teams, but it, it's just so ironic. A Buffalo Bills team, a Buffalo Bills team the complaining Buffalo about Bills. the cold and the snow and all those things. It doesn't make any sense at all, but yeah, it just keeps coming for the Bills and that fan base. Every year, it's something new. If it's not the heat, it's the turf. If it's not the turf, it's the travel. If it's not the travel, it's the snow in Buffalo. I... Bills fans, your team is a bunch of whiny losers. Whiny, excuse-making losers, and there's no team more pathetic in the league than the current makeup of your roster with the Buffalo Bills. Just shameful behavior. We have a whole second hour of this to come. Yes. We're at the Timber Tech Championship where the conditions are. Maybe bring the Bills here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe bring the Bills here. They'll finally find something that they're not going to complain about because the conditions here in Boca are perfect. It's a, a, maybe a little too breezy. It's, a little windy, oh, it's over. It's over an eight-mile-an-hour gust. We're the Buffalo Bills. We can't play in this. Other than that, the sun's behind clouds. It's nice and warm and comfortable, but not too warm, Buffalo. Don't worry. It's not too warm, and the evil sun isn't bearing down on you right now at this moment but we're at the timber tank championship it is the second leg of the champions tour playoff it is the timber tank championship come hang with us won't you we are right outside the clubhouse right near the 10th tee TimberTechChampionship.com. get your tickets we'll be back for hour number two he's theo dorsey that's stone labanowitz i'm ken levica levica theo and stone on espn 1063